0: Good evening! This is Pete on the Peter Cove podcast. If you hear any loud breathing, that's our dog, Sammy. She's excited for her birthday tomorrow. She turns one year old as a (laughs) Kovachev. We adopted her one year ago, so that is Sammy breathing. Say hi, Sammy! I just keep breathing really loud. And I'm here with the lovely Leah. Say hi, Leah.
1: Hello. It's
0: a little bashful. It's her first time recording anything. Um... Wanted to make good on my promise from the last podcast to talk about house hacking and a little bit more of what we are doing here and what Lee and I have built together and um, where uh, I'm kind of the, what would you say I am? I'm kind of the negotiator, the deal maker, you're like the behind the scenes Wizard of Oz making everything happen with the finances.
1: Exactly. Right. It's a good way to sum it up.
0: Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be able to do pretty much any of the stuff that we've done without her help, without your help. I mean, I probably could, but I really wouldn't be good at it. Like, anywhere near as good at it as you are.
1: And vice versa.
0: Yeah. (laughs) With
1: kind of the dirty work that Peter ends up doing on the front end. Well,
0: that's a nice way to put it. So, um, and the back end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we want to talk about house hacking and, uh, I'm going to let Leah tell you guys exactly what that is and kind of go into, um, how we believe that house hacking for younger professionals, specific, really anytime in your twenties, really anytime in your life. But if you can get ahead of this and start thinking about it, even at age 18, 20 to 22, to start uh, house hacking, you're going to really, really get ahead of the curve. So, Leah, what's what would you say the definition is of house hacking?
1: House hacking, basically, you're owning a property and being able to cover all the expenses with someone else paying, whether it be roommates, running out rooms, multiple rooms. You could be a married couple that have an extra room that you have a roommate with or Airbnb. And then there's the whole... Airbnb tenant, um, also a duplex, uh, super popular one. Purchase a duplex, move into one side, rent out the other, in hopes that the one unit should cover the majority, if not all, of your mortgage.
0: And that's kind of like the ideal house hack. You buy a duplex, you live in one side, and you rent out the other, and the amount of money that you're getting in rent from the other side of the duplex is covering either all or most of your mortgage. And so what is your mortgage? Maybe talk about what a mortgage is for people that don't know.
1: Sure. I mean, purchasing a property, you're going to have you know some type of down payment, and then you're going to have what you owe on the property, and that's how the bank splits it up into monthly payments over typically 15, 30 years. Um, your mortgage, you're just repaying back the bank on the loan of your home, um, your mortgage also ties in your property taxes and insurance, so it's important to remember those
0: other two factors. Expenses, correct. So basically, mortgage, think mortgage is to the homeowner what rent a rent payment is to someone who's renting a place. Yeah. So your mortgage payment is the payment you make to the bank um, for the loan that they've given you for your house, which is typically... 30 years. You have a lower payment if you spread out over 30 years. Yeah. Lower interest rate, too.
1: The biggest difference between, obviously, renting and owning is your payments to the bank are building equity in your home. And what does that mean? You're building value in your home as far as, you know, you're paying down something that you could one day own outright um, without getting too fancy with, you know, refinancing and taking equity out of your home. You're building equity. You're building value in your home.
0: Right. So just to make it like really easy numbers, let's say you buy a house for a hundred thousand dollars, and you do it on a, you know, ten year loan, whatever, and your payment's a thousand dollars a month. I mean, this is very, very
1: sure. We'll this is not going to happen. Thirty years.
0: Thirty years. Yes. So, um, you're paying a thousand dollars a month towards your mortgage, and you ideally, if you're house hacking. You would rent out a room in that house to a friend, even a family member, if you, which is probably not advisable, because um, things could get dicey there if they don't pay rent. And what's that, Sammy? You wanted to breathe really loud and. Over, you wanted to
1: pay rent this month. You
0: want to pay rent this month? She doesn't pay any rent. She does not pay for food, <laughs> but she greets us every time we go to the door, and she's always so nice. Um, so back to the example, what I I guess. I guess what I really wanted to get across is mortgage is what homeowners pay, rent is what people who are renting pay, except when you're paying for a mortgage, you're building equity in your home, which is, an a- which is an asset if you're leveraging part of it to bring you income. Yes. So the most popular house hack out there is to buy a duplex and live in one side, rent out the other. So we hear countless examples from different podcasts we listen to, whether it's the bigger podcast. Bigger Pockets podcast, which we both highly recommend, uh, as well as... What was the other one we listened to the other day?
1: Um, it's called Choose F.I.
0: Choose F.I., which is Choose Financial Independence. And uh, there was a really good guest on there. And the guest on there... What's his name, Leah?
1: Uh, Scott Trench.
0: Scott Trench. He's, like, 27 years old. He owns multiple properties. He has, um, like, at least 100000 dollars in liquidity. Um, and, and he's just... He's just done everything very right. He's been very financially conscious. And he started off by house hacking. And what he did is he lived in Denver, very expensive place to live. He bought a duplex. He lived in one side, and it was his side was a 2-1, I believe. So two bedrooms, one bathroom. And in that 2-1, he lived in one room, and he also rented out to a friend in the other room. So he got rent for the unit, the half of the duplex he lived in, and the other side he had people renting the entire side of it so he was getting rent from one full side of the duplex and then one room in the other side which he lived in and that's what we that's the perfect example of house hacking it's basically the thought process is it doesn't matter who you are your living expense of mortgage or rent is always going to be your biggest expense right
1: yeah absolutely Usually at least a third of your income.
0: So if you look at your expenses on a monthly basis, probably about a third of it goes to like rent or mortgage. Housing. And so the whole thought behind house hacking is if you're able to offset that by having other people pay for your housing expense, you're really getting ahead. You can save a ton of money. You can save a third of your salary. Say you're making... $50,000 Fifty thousand dollars a year, instead of paying what's a third of fifty thousand. That's like. twenty. How much?
1: About eighteen. Eighteen
0: 18000 $17, dollars instead of spending seventeen thousand dollars. Good math on the spot, by the way. Instead of saving that, or instead of spending that on housing, now you're saving that. That seventeen five is a down payment for another house. At five percent, you could get another house for. Uh, I mean, you could buy another. Probably almost up to
1: dollars.
0: up to two hundred dollar, two hundred thousand dollar, two hundred fifty thousand dollar property with that savings. So it really helps you get ahead. Um, I did an earlier podcast with Matt Jorgensen, who did house hacking when he was in college. He was able to. It was either in col. I think it was in college. And what he did at Florida State is he he owned the house with I think uh, his dad or uncle or. Something some like that. Partner. He had someone help him buy the house, and he rented out the other three rooms. They took care of the house, and it covered his living expenses throughout college. And what a lot of smart young professionals are doing is they're offsetting their their living expense by renting out other parts of their property to tenants. Um, we want to say we want to let people know what a tenant is? It's kind of more. It's not a very technical term, but some people might not know.
1: I guess the only difference between a tenant and a roommate is you think of a roommate, you're sharing a space with a roommate. Mm -hmm. Or a tenant, you're in a true rental separate from your home. Like the duplex example, you're on one side completely separate from the tenant on the other side. But you could have a roommate living with you.
0: Right. And uh, Leah, talk a little bit about how when you get better benefits when you buy a house and move into it.
1: For primary residence financing.
0: Exactly. So, so f- explain what primary residence financing is to someone who doesn't know anything about buying houses. Say
1: you're going to purchase your first home. You know, you're talking to some lenders, the banks. What a lot of people don't understand is you don't need a big 20% down payment. You know, Sure, you don't want to be over leveraged where you're putting so little into the house and you owe a lot. When you know, the market changes, it could get a little iffy. But um, yeah, I mean, look into different options with lenders. Typical, if it's gonna be your primary residence, you're gonna move in and live in there. You know, lenders will want as little as three and a half to five percent down. Which, if you really look at the numbers, is
0: very doable. On a two hundred thousand dollar property, that's six grand. Yeah. Right. Six to ten grand. Right. Mm -hmm. You said three and a half to five percent. Yeah, three and a half to five percent. Six to ten grand.
1: Putting a lot of math on the spot here.
0: Hey, you're supposed to be the math girl. <laughs> so, So basically, when you are financing a, you're buying a property that you're going to move into, you get better rates to be able to to uh, live in that house? Yeah,
1: that's true. The interest rates are also going to be a lot lower mm-hmm. as opposed to if you're buying an investment property that you have tenants move into right away and you never live there.
0: So that, so, and then also you have, you can put down a smaller down payment when it's your primary residence, which means that you live on the premises and that is for the first year. So guess what? Every year you can, it's for the first year, right? Usually it it can be different by different lenders, but guess what? You live, you get all the benefits of primary residency. You do that for a full year. Say you do that at a duplex and the next year you've saved so much money because you've cut out your living expense or a year and a half or two years later, you can then buy another property with all the money that you've saved and you can move into that one. And you can still get the primary residence, uh, low down payment, financing, yeah. financing, low interest rate. And not only that, now you can fully rent out the other side of that duplex that you lived in before. So now your first property is is a two-unit property where you're collecting the full um, more, you're collecting the full uh, rent from...
1: T- full rent on each side. On
0: each side, versus where you were living in one of the bedrooms on one of the sides. Now you're collecting the full rent, and maybe this time, instead of moving into a duplex, you were able to afford a triplex. I know we're getting a little bit technical here, but duplex is a two-unit property. Triplex is a three-unit property. And so you can find there's a lot of triplexes out there where... It's like two units on the first floor and one unit on the third floor. And you can you know, be a little bit more – I don't know if the right word is selfish and live into the, live in the big unit by yourself. Maybe you've got a girlfriend at this point, a wife, kids, whatever, and then rent out you know, the two on the bottom floor. Uh, or if you're wanting to be even more aggressive about your saving and building your, your equity, you can live in the junkiest and smallest unit and rent out the bigger ones – uh, for more money, and so you're collecting more. So so that's just a perfect example of what house hacking is and how attainable it really is and how people, you know, just like you, are, are doing it all over the country right now. Right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And that's what we've done. Um, the house that we live in, uh, we live in, you know, three quarters of it.
1: At least, yeah.
0: And... Um, And the other portion of it, when we're allowed to by the city, which we're still uh, going back and forth on, um, we can Airbnb, and that offsets our expenses for for this house, right?
1: So one basically studio Airbnb Mm -hmm. covers the mortgage for a 2,500 square foot house.
0: Does it fully cover our mortgage? Yep. And our utilities?
1: Uh, Depends on the month. Fully... Easily covers the mortgage.
0: Property taxes and insurance.
1: Yes. And then usually covers a portion of the utilities.
0: So how much money is that?
1: Monthly? Yeah. Usually we can expect to make about $2,000 from, like I said, a studio, big converted garage with one bathroom. That's it. Nothing fancy. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Do a little extra laundry. With a little, yeah, turnover, making the guests happy. You don't even see them. Hear them. And it's just a constant, you know, cash flow of, you know, deposits right into our account that then offset all of our living expenses.
0: So if we're able to save $2,000 that we would be spending otherwise on our mortgage, that is $24,000 a year? <laughs> yep. That's that just we're,
1: added income.
0: That, that's added income that we're just putting back into our pocket that we're not spending on our home. And does that include our pool service and lawn service? Does it cover that too?
1: Like I said, it kind of depends. kind of fluctuates. The expenses usually are a few hundred dollars more.
0: So, we're not like special, we don't think we're geniuses. What we have done though is we've educated on ourselves on what other, you know, pretty ordinary people are doing all across the country, all across the world, and we've just taken action on it. Right?
1: Exactly. You hear about, oh, yeah. I mean, we visited Airbnbs. Actually, kind of where I think we got the first idea is we stayed in this little Airbnb in D.C. Oh, yeah. Same thing. They kind of have, I don't know if they're called like row homes where, you know, they're kind of, you walk up the stairs and they live on like the second and third floor. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a basement at all that we were living in or staying in for the night. It was just the bottom floor of it. And it was the most perfect right in the city. Yeah. Little room. Yeah. And I think we paid $125 for it. Yeah. And I would, you know, me doing the math, you know, keeping all the finances in line. I'm like, oh my gosh, Peter, like they must make a killing. Yeah. And sure it was, you know, DC and markets vary depending on your location. But I mean, if you really think about that and you add it up and what really little time you have to put into it and you just have this constant, you know, income coming in on the side, it's... you can do a lot with it.
0: Especially if you start doing it younger when you're in your, you know, early to mid-20s, really as early in your life as possible, because that's just so much money that you're just putting back in your pocket.
1: Definitely. I mean, I feel like you can do anything at any age... Right. You know, I even look back and like, man, why didn't I know about this or take action on it in college and do it with roommates? Right. Um, So, sure, you know, it's a little easier in your 20s having roommates than, you know, married with kids. You kind of at some point do have to kick the roommates out. Right. But like we said before, then there's the other options where, you know, the Airbnb or the completely, you know, separate duplex or triplex units, you know, you share walls, but. It's a completely separate housing unit.
0: And I think the most one of the most important things to think of is just, like, everyone has something stupid that they spend money on. And, like, you that you probably know, hey, I spend money on this. And for most people that are probably... that I want to be talking to, it's probably uh, alcohol, going out for meals, and not grocery shopping. And, I mean, if you could just... I know it's it sounds really like it would suck to to not do all of those things, but we still do all of those things and have a great time and not deprived at all. And I think if more people just would take one weekend off or one, you know, twelve pack off and really see where it at how quickly your life can change if you go from, you know, spending money on going out and beer to staying in and, you know, running and getting in better shape, which is free just takes your time like how quickly your life can turn around
1: Definitely and like you said, it's not like depriving yourself of everything right It's hey, you know what let's buy a six pack or a 12 pack of beer tonight and right. drink it at home, got right. a great backyard, sit on the couch, watch a movie, do that instead of going out and buying the $10 drinks.
0: Oh God I can't imagine how, spe- how expensive it is to be a single guy. Remember we when we were in St. Pete like two weeks ago or three weeks ago or whatever, and that uh, the one guy kind of guilt tripped his buddy into buying shots for like the whole bachelorette party. Yeah, and it was like seventy too. bucks, and then the guy he just he just looked like he was about to cry. He's <laughs> right
1: within three minutes. You gone buy seventy shots bucks. And you, gone. Yeah,
0: I don't think I've ever done that. That's a good thing. Like even for like my friends, <laughs> like I'm I don't know, I'll buy the drinks for like the house party, but like. To spend seventy bucks on shots, even if it's for your friends, your friends don't deserve that. Come on, what did they do? Like you just win the the freaking, like, Stanley Cup. Like I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, and not to get too off subject with the whole money thing, but another approach is think about how much time you spend to make that seventy dollars. Yeah. And I think if you can start to equate that with man, you know, I have a $100 bar tab every Friday night, but after taxes, my take-home daily pay isn't even a $100. So you're telling me I have to work two full days to, you know, drink Friday and Saturday night? When you kind of start to think of it in those terms, it adds up, and it can be a reality check for sure.
0: I'm a terrible person and a terrible friend. I don't think I've ever had a $100 bar tab. (laughs) I don't think even once. Well, never.
1: that's why I keep you around. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, like, to spend $70 on shots on girls that for you're strangers. never going to see again in your life and have no intention of doing anything from you but getting shots is just so terrible. I felt terrible for that guy. Yeah. And his friend made him do it. His, and he did it. Ah, oh, I just, oh, it's painful to think of.
1: Well, hopefully he has some roommates he's house hacking.
0: Hopefully that's an eye-opening experience for him where he's just like, man, I'm never doing that again.
1: Yeah.
0: Like... Ugh, it just hurts me to even think about. But anyway, uh, what is there? Anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: I think we hit most everything of the house hacking. Yeah. Roommates. Again, you can do it at any time.
0: Any time in your life. Just be smart about it.
1: Roommates, Airbnb. Tenants.
0: You really don't need to save a ton of money to be able to do it either. I mean, you can pretty much, if you. I, I want people to think: How hard would it be to get to ten grand in savings? Is that a lot to ask?
1: No, I think that's a great starting point.
0: Like if you, how long does it think how long does it take you to get to 5 grand, 10 grand in savings? Figure out what that out how long that is. Make it a goal for your a year, you know, save 10 grand this year in 6 months. I mean, 6 months might be pretty aggressive. I remember, you know, when I was, you know, in the 30 to 40 range with my salary, I mean, being able to do that is but you can always talk to talk to a friend talk to a established you know family member or uh, you know member of uh, someone who trusts you in uh, i don't know people there's oh, you always everyone knows someone who has money and those people from what i've gathered are willing to help people that have a plan if you say to them hey this is what i want to do this is how i'm going to do it this is what i need to do it this is when i can pay you back and if I don't, you have the house as collateral. They would take the house back, which is an asset. Yeah. There's really no downside if you can, pro- if you can properly explain it to um, a friend, a family member, a you know, relative, whatever. Um, or go in on it with someone. Go in on it with a buddy on, on a duplex where you both, if it's a 2-1 or a 2-2 on each side – you go in on it together, you share one side and you rent out the other, and that's how you both get your you just start. Split everything. You just have to want to do it and quit you know, BSing yourself as to why you're not doing it and what you're spending your money on and thinking that it'll never be you. But you know, if you listen to my last podcast where I talked about being having no idea what I wanted to do with my life, being a sociology major because I was too lazy to take Spanish, and not being able to hold a, ch- a job at Chick-fil-A – to now working, you know, a territory that spans over probably about a quarter of the state of Florida, different city every day, Um, married, dog, owner of three houses, uh, landlord to two houses, and managing an Airbnb, it's like, if I can do it, you can definitely do it. And, I mean, Leah's already amazing. She could have done it anyways. But, you know, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Have a great night. Uh, let me know what you think about this. Uh, Leah, anything you'd like to add?
1: Thanks for having me. We'll all be right. back with some more fun, Yeah, thanks tips. for coming
0: over. It was really nice of you to come into the office room. Uh, all right. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, at PeterKovePodcast. Uh, you can email me, KovachevPeter88 at com. If you have my phone number, you can text me. But I'm not going to share that on here uh, in the far out chance that, you know, this becomes wildly popular and people listen to it and get my cell phone number, which I've had. <laughs> Since eighth grade,
1: first yeah. and only. Since
0: yeah, since people were beep beeping each other on Nextel phones. So, mm-hmm. all right, that's enough nonsense. Peace.